Good morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. Hello there. Welcome to this episode number 288 of the Material Podcast. I am Andy Notko. And I'm Florence Ion. Hi, Andy. Hello. I, I hesitated a bit because I didn't know whether to where we should place the hope you had a happy Christmas, but we're going to talk about Christmas in a second, uh, or where to talk about the hope you're going to have a happy new year. But of course, we're going to say that at the end. And I realized that self-editing was going to be a very, very professional thing to do in that moment. That's not a problem. That's not, I'm just enjoying my new headphones. <laughs> oh, <laughs> your, your 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 fancy schmancy new headphones. I've I've i i they look very very cheap and affordable. Like just a random. Wait, do they really? Stuffer. Tell me what you think. No, no, no. I was I was setting I was setting you up to like brag about how cool how cool they are because they are well clearly okay. But tell what me what are. you think because you're seeing them on video. Like I want to know because I saw these headphones and I took them out of the box and I was like, wow, these are really fresh. Yeah. Like they're like this matte gray. Um, they look very they look like they would be on the wall at a Google event next to all the other sort of matte pastel aesthetic things they go on. Um, these are Google Assistant. OK, so sorry. <laughs> let me back it up a second. I I asked Andy to ask me what I got for Christmas. On the podcast <laughs> and then you today. got so excited. <laughs> But again, that, that that's a sign of a good present that you got. So, so, oh, ask me what I got for Christmas. And then before you say, oh, my God, let me tell you what I got for Christmas. Let me explain, though, why this is so exciting. So I got a really nice pair of headphones. And this is the nicest pair of headphones I've ever had in my life, honestly. <laughs> uh, and I wasn't ever going to do this for myself like get me a pair of headphones like this because I thought for the longest time and you know it is the nature of our job that we get like free peripherals as sort of like giveaway things and I sort of just kind of ended up using whatever like so for a long time I was using a pair of Samsung level ons um that's what I would use with Andy and I would uh, wire them in because I like headphones with auxiliary because Bluetooth <laughs> doesn't work nice with Windows 10 but that's neither here nor there so the reason I'm really stoked on these, not just because they're really pretty, they were a gift from my husband, mm. but they really, really work. Yeah. Like I have never experienced noise canceling like this. I have been able to get, that's why I was able, I did a, I clocked in a 12 hour day a couple days ago, just kind of finishing up work for the year. And I was able to get so much work done, even with Mona on the other side of the wall being fussy and, you know, her usual baby self. Because usually I will hear that stuff and get really distracted. And it's been so hard to work for months and months and months. Even even though I'm not working full time, the time that I do get to work is so precious. But because we are in quarantine, it's not very easy to just like have the baby out and about. My husband is all, you know, we're, we're doing our freaking best right now. So this was truly an investment. And these are so amazing. I will listen to like a podcast on them and I'll just walk around the house. I can easily ignore what's going on. Like I put some ambient music and I'll just like lay on the couch with my phone. And these are like super comfy. These are great. So um, I got the Sony. The, the, the Sony M5s, right? M M4s. M4, sorry. M4s. I knew. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they now you have to install an app to use them which is like to really get the benefit of the active noise canceling. It also does like 3D spatial sound because there's like an infrared on the inside. Oh, that's the other thing I really like. <laughs> I want to tell you all about this just in case maybe you're interested. I mean, they're Google Assistant headphones. So 
they have a thing where when you take off the headphones, the music or podcast or even I was watching uh, like YouTube TV the other night. They stop. It stops whatever's playing, and then when you put them back on, it starts them up again. And I just love not having to like. <laughs> I just been really enjoying these, so they were a great gift, and I and I am really thankful to my husband for his generosity. And um, again, I've never had a pair of headphones this nice, and I didn't realize what I was missing out on until recently, and I get it now. It's it's a super it. it's a, a, a super thoughtful gift too, because it means that she under he understands that it's uh, that it's not a calming thing when there's all kinds of noise in the house when you're trying to get work done. Uh, also, the great thing about like uh, visible headphones like that is that it's sort of part of your user interface to the uh-huh. people that it's like okay, mo- oh, mommy has her headphones on. Perhaps this is not the time to like approach her about uh, about snack time or whatever. <laughs> and it's, it's weird that your that your husband calls you mommy, but still. Uh. <laughs> I actually have been doing that slightly annoying thing where I say, "Daddy, can you do something?" But I we have to do it because we need Mona to learn right. our names. So, but it it becomes just kind of a habit because. <laughs> Anyway, I want to let everybody know about my headphones. So thanks, Andy, for giving me that space. And if anybody's interested in them, like, check them out. They're really good. They're really well rated, too. Yeah. it's Headphones are one of the few things where there really is a, a palpable leveling up when you spend more. Where, yeah, you, de- you definitely kind of, like... <laughs> gulp before you click the buy it now button on a pair of like 300 they are 280 dollars yeah. i'm just gonna come out and say um, it <laughs> but that but just just as you say there's a difference between a hundred dollar pair of quote noise canceling headphones that it has an effect it's definitely a positive it and helps. then when you borrow someone's 300 dollar pair and oh my god it's like i've just put my head like in a box full of wool i didn't even something. hear them banging at the door the other day like my husband had to send me a hangout message from the other side of the door. He's like, "Hey, can you hear me?" I'm like, "No, I didn't. I didn't hear you at all." Uh, and just so everybody knows, I'm using them wired again because Bluetooth doesn't work with Windows 10. So. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Andy, what about you? What have you What have you been up to since a uh, bunch of people tore open <laughs> stuff? Well, I didn't. I, I didn't had a, a Christmas by myself. Which is the first time I've done like a real. Uh, I've done solo Thanksgivings, right. and I've had. Uh, I, I tend to sort of alternate between uh, Christmas, uh, uh, where I am uh, interacting with family and friends, and like every other year, uh, it's like you know what? Maybe I, I think this is this is another year where I'll like book a train ticket and book a hotel room in New mm-hmm. York and spend Christmas, you know, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day in oh, New York. Dreamy. Yep. And it's and it's great because oh boy, do you get like the Christmas knob gets turned up to eleven when you're like Christmas in New York City. Also, I have friends in New York, and I love the I love the idea where there's there's no like commitment or tradition. I just simply give them a heads up a couple weeks in advance, saying, "By the way, I'm going to be in New York City from yeah. four p.m. Christmas Eve until about eight p.m. nine p.m. Christmas Day." If you'd love to get, if you'd like to get together for yep. coffee, a drink, a food, c- celebrate some wassail, that's great. If and not, everybody's home, have, yeah. Or and so, and some of them, some of them are like a, a lot of those friends are the sort of people where they really aren't the I'm going to spend all week. I'm going to start decorating in October, but it's like, oh wow, so yes, let's let's definitely go ahead and get a drink on Christmas Day. Yes, that's my wonderful. favorite part. See, uh, I just want to 
hone in on that just very quickly because I feel like that is the part of the holidays that means the most to me and the part that I will miss the most from this year. And yep. I know we talk a lot about like what we've lost this year, but I, and for, for me particularly, it's just that ability that I know everybody's coming home to see, you know, their families. So like I'll have a lot of high school friends in town and it's, I, I miss, I miss that ability. So I look forward <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, uh, I, again, I have family that I don't just, dis- that don't disgust me. I can, <laughs> there are certainly being family. There are times where I can take them or leave them, but it's not like I would leave them. Permanent. your family. Yeah. I would <laughs> actually come to think of it. It's like, uh, I, like, uh, I think we're a typical family in that I, uh, when I say, uh, I, I'm not saying I could take them and leave them. I'm just saying that I couldn't take them or leave them permanently. So <laughs> either, either, either one, either way. Uh, but it was, it's so, uh, uh, it's so it's unusual for me to like truly just for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. I'm just not interacting really with anybody outside of like food takeout vendors in the neighborhood. But the uh, the but the fun thing about doing something like that is that the total lack of stress uh, when I bought. So I bought uh, I it somehow like the 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 lizard part of my brain reminded me of how much we usually spend on like what we do on christmas whether it's like uh, uber rides to like my sister one of my sister's houses or amtrak tickets and hotel and so like as i was doing as, as i needed to do grocery shopping anyway on christmas eve uh, but it just put that bug in my ear of but andy remember that we have we'd normally be spending the low hundreds of dollars over the over the over these two days now would it be really wrong to spend say one hundred dollars on a really magnificent christmas feast and i agreed well lizard person normally i'm the one talking you down but you make an excellent point so uh i was gonna so i i I bought like pastries for christmas morning because the one my favorite i couldn't i couldn't go to dunkin donuts and one my uh either dad would either like make a really great breakfast Mm, from scratch no way i'm doing that or he would be the one who like puts on his coat and his slippers and goes off to Dunkin Donuts and picks up mm-hmm. a couple dozen donuts. And so I, I couldn't go to Dunkin Donuts to get like donuts beforehand, but okay, this will do. But I also uh, lunch or excuse me, first dinner like at 1 p.m. was a salmon steak and uh, a quinoa and walnut uh, salad uh, and a, a Mexican and a Mexican Coke. Uh, delicious cooked it, it turned out really really great for dinner i had also bought a pork roast and some like pre-made pumpkin tortellini uh, oh pumpkin tortellini that's where it is that yeah. is where it's at yep and and I, also, <laughs> and I also i didn't know whether i would be in the mood for something like uh, definitely like a pork roast definitely would hit the spot at any given time sometimes though like i slice it up and want to like eat it in a tortilla sometimes i want to mm-hmm eat it with a knife and fork on a plate like a like a non-animal but i did buy tortillas so that whatever the mood struck me but the thing is on uh, so by so i'm watching i'm binge watching bob's burgers christmas specials and having a good old time and by four or five I, i'd already cleaned the kitchen after like uh, cooking first dinner and i realized that i'm still kind of full from uh, from the salmon and I really don't want to have to like clean up the kitchen again. And I bought like a uh, I bought a takeout pizza for my Christmas, which I what mm-hmm. I wanted was a takeout pizza for my Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, and so I you did my usual thing where like eat half of it uh, for dinner and then save half of it cold. And I still had half of this beautiful cold large cheese pizza, and that was exactly what I wanted for dinner at five thirty or six. And as I was enjoying this, this because cold pizza it 
the the flavors unite and synthesize and it's there's it's almost a, a different equally two as good two experiences in one exactly and so but but so what i was reflecting on the fact that this is not something that was like a common feature of my family Christmases. Like when my mom and dad were, were putting the things on, I was the only single person. So I was there like at the house, like I usually would like be sleeping over like the day before. So I can help mm -hmm. mom and dad put the house together. And I remember uh, a certain, there was a certain amount of stress between mom and dad because mom and dad, particularly after the grandkids came, you just want to, whatever it is you're capable of doing, you want to put it 20% more just so that everybody has such a great time. And the you're triggering me a bit because this is like my stress. I'm the one that, in, right, exactly. that takes on this stress every holiday. And I was very happy not yeah. to have to do that this year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, again, my, my parents are wonderful, but I remember when there was a miscommunication that uh, I used a bag of ice uh, to uh, create the, uh, uh, we usually have like a cold sh cold shrimp and shrimp cocktail, and apparently the bag of ice that I'd used to like fill like the big like serving bowl and prepare the cold shrimp was in fact the ice that he intended for the cooler uh, to put into ice drinks, and uh, again, if uh, he, he was he was a little stressed out at that moment. He reacted in a non-positive way. Be, me being a responsible adult, I understood that he had a lot on his plate at that moment and that he didn't need the news that something that he had planned was not going to go exactly as he had planned it. Whereas, yeah. again, do, during Christmas alone, it's like well, I, I could not walk out into like a, a room full of like guests, particularly family who are at least 20% judging you at all times and say, you know what? I don't feel like cooking the pork roast. I, but I've got some cold pizza left over from last night. Let's just have that instead. That would have been, I would probably have said, maybe I will just make the pork roast just to make sure that I don't ruin Christmas for everybody. Oh, man. <laughs> so it was a great Christmas. <laughs> <sighs> That's good to know. Well. Hmm. Shall we Shall we take a break and then uh, discuss how the, how the year has gone uh, for in the, in, the, in the world of, actually, we're going to search in YouTube. Sure. Great. We'll be back right after this. This episode of Material is brought to you by our friends at Linode. Whether you're working on a personal project or managing enterprise infrastructure, you deserve simple, affordable, and accessible cloud computing solutions that allow you to take your project to the next level. You can simplify your cloud infrastructure with Linode's Linux virtual machines, helping you develop, deploy, and scale your modern applications faster and easier. Quite frankly, anything that can make your workflow faster and easier is worth checking out. Linode has 11 global data centers and provides 24-7 human support 365 days a year. So you never have to be stuck without support, night or day, holiday or not. Linode is there with no tiers or handoffs, regardless of your plan size. And you can check it out for free. Get started right now on Linode today with $100 in free credit for listeners of Material by going to linode.com slash material. In addition to shared and dedicated compute instances, you can use your $100 credit on S3-compatible object storage, manage Kubernetes, and more. So head to linode.com slash material and click on the Create Free Account button to get started. Go there now. Check it out. Our thanks to Linode for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. Well, uh, we're not going to go. We're not going to retrack the the year of 2020 by going over achievements 
like our, our <laughs> things we got accomplished uh, ap- apart from staying healthy and sane that was those were definitely achievements beyond that i'm not gonna fuss too much that this was going to be the year that i did my first like 50 mile bike ride maybe it was okay i didn't do that maybe it was okay that i didn't like make all the travel that I wanted to <laughs> make this year. So the, I think the one of the big yard yardsticks we're going to be using is what was the year in search like? And fortunately, mm-hmm. Google has us covered with a, a blog post about the year mm-hmm. in search 2020, the top 10 searches. And they are, they are all cal- <laughs> both uh, very much what you would expect, but also they have something to say about uh, the effect of search and the effect and the, the reach of YouTube particularly for something that those of us in the United States need to be reminded by. Uh, number one was number one was coronavirus. I think that <laughs> I think that we can all have uh, that was going to be an even money bet on that. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish that I'd like dug a little deeper and asked like what kind of coronavirus searches, like what are the, what are the dumbest things uh, that they would have done? <laughs> that would have been the dumbest popular Who created coronavirus. coronavirus? <laughs> yes. Where did coronavirus originate from? Is coronavirus real? Coronavirus <laughs> is fake. Coronavirus is a 5G conspiracy. <laughs> sorry. We know sorry. that it was the Agnes Dei who created the coronavirus, but I want to be informed. Was, were they doing it via the microchips that they already implanted in our skulls? Or was it an aerosol release? With the contrails from the jumbo jets, I don't want to spout off on the internet with stuff that I haven't researched properly. So Google, please tell me. Yeah, that was. You know what, Andy? Though that's a really good point. It's like, why don't I get the results of the really bad stuff? People <laughs> I want to know, like, what what garbage people like were looking for on Google without like with being tracked. It's just like somebody went to the computer and said, I'm going to put this into Google, like not thinking or caring about the fact that this was all going to be logged somewhere. I I can't even like, I I can't even Google Scientology on my like username. I I don't want that (laughs) linked back to me. That's dangerous. (laughs) What do you know? I just, yeah, I see. I'm also, you gave me a, a new business idea. Uh, I'm going to try this again. Ooh, that's, that's good too. I'm going to let one last one. Then I will give you my results of my, uh, there you go. So, uh, Google, but stupid.com is available. So if I wanted to write a search engine that all you, you, that (laughs) it doesn't pretend to be Google, all that happens is that whatever search term, it will return you the dumbest possible results for that thing. Uh, I've got now. Now you've got me. Now I've got a new project for 2021, which is, <laughs> <laughs> which is I got to learn like the Google search APIs, get like a developer API uh, code because that's kind of too good not to do. <laughs> well, and and just because this was such a, I mean, look, we knew this has been the age of misinformation for several for a while now, but it really, uh, I. F- I shouldn't say that it really came to a head because we've just had so many instances in the last couple of years that have been really, really dangerous um, to humanity because of the stuff that's getting spread. But I I do wish to know what that stuff is. I wish to know what some of that sinister stuff is. And I wish to know like what. I know this is not what we were planning to talk about, but it's just (laughs) something that's coming up. Um, I will say one thing that uh, really I don't, we didn't mention it in our notes because it wasn't, okay, 
So I'd originally read the Google Trends for 2020, like a week ago is I think when they originally put this blog post out. Um, and I kind of noticed how the spikes, how quickly some of them sort of spiked and then flared out. Right. And that gave me a little, that made me feel kind of bad because there were some things that it was like, like Black Lives Matter. Right. Exactly. It was this quick little spark in search and then it just sort of fizzled out and was again taken over by like all these other things and it just really sort of I'm like is nobody looking at this data and sort of understanding like looking at the bigger picture of like what people care about yeah you're you're absolutely sorry if I went too macro it's it's, no 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 though that's that's uh, that's an excellent point because I've I certainly was looking at uh, what the the blog post breaks it down by all kinds of different categories. So we're going yeah. from just the top ten general searches, uh, but the the you can click on the link and it won't. It's not like an editorial. Wow, twenty twenty was an ex- was a sad year for a pandemic. It was no. It'll just tell take you directly to the Google Trends yeah, uh, explore fine. thing on it. It's and very so, apolitical in that manner. I should say, like doing it this way keeps Google out of trouble, which is... But yeah, it's, it's yeah. like with, with the... Uh, so for coronavirus, it, it will hi- it highlights that the peak search uh, over time was March 15th to the 21st. Uh, the Italy had the most searches, Spain, Qatar, Nepal, the United Kingdom it actually gives you a map uh, and you can actually... And it's also an ex- it's also an, a, a very, very uh, good map of... Which countries in the world either have incredibly tight con- government control over content? So, what's what what countries have, are restricting access to Google search, or like what countries don't have this sort of technological uh, infrastructure to support mm-hmm. uh, stuff like Google? Uh, but then it becomes very, very uh, yeah, it becomes disappointing when uh, it, it's hard to not come to the conclusion that for way too many people. Black Lives Matter was oh thank goodness there's something to distract us from we were getting bored because we'd already uh, we'd already uh, uh, we'd already binge watched Tiger Tank King twice we're looking for something new to binge watch let's binge watch protest footage that's not the sort of thing that you that you like to see um, actually say, I mean the similar thing for election results number two like no no <laughs> no uh, no uh, guesses there that it has a big big pointy spike. Uh, on November 1st and November 7th. But the thing is, you would, and it then flattens out on the 15th to the 21st. But the thing is, you think that that would, it's no joke that, it's no surprise that it's uh, number two. However, you'd think that that search would continue going on as, I know that Biden got the most votes, but what is the result of the election? How's, how how are the efforts to undermine the, the democratic process going? Are they succeeding are or are they failing? There are still people calling like random public utilities commission, which has nothing to do with the election complaining. And I'm, I have this on Intel. There's people just calling random government offices complaining about the election results. Like that's where we yeah. are. And so it's very interesting to see the trend on Google, the way it spiked, but I mean, again, this is not supposed to provide context because it's supposed to be sort of apolitical. But that's what we're here for. We're providing you context. <laughs> yes. uh, I, It would be interesting to it would be interesting to have context to this. But again, that's that's our jobs. Yeah. So and the, the, the rest of them are not necessarily what you would guess. Like, you know, that a lot of these things would be popular. There's things that are kind of surprising. Yeah. 
uh, both in how high they are on the list and the other topics that they beat. Number three was Kobe Bryant, which is right, just he passed if, away. He yeah, was, who, he was uh, a big, very huge, influential figure in sports. I didn't really realize, I think, the magnitude of his celebrity in the sports world until he passed. Um, it was him and his daughter, actually, which was really very yeah, devastating. The helicopter so. crash. Uh, the f- uh, last week of uh, of January, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, and s- s- as as someone who's not a, a, f- a basketball fan, it was just never like my sport. He's certainly famous enough that I knew of him, uh, right. and there's nothing I knew about- of his cheating scandal. But anyway. yeah, well, that that's sorry. Too, but- <laughs> the, the, the the don't the- cheat, and it won't go. You know, sorry. Right. Anyway, but uh, but 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 where I where I was going with this is that. Um, it's something like this when you realize that no searches for his name were the number three most popular search in the entire world, in the entire world. Yeah, that's for what 2020. was really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then then you look at the map and you say, OK, United States, absolutely search interest level 100. But here we are in uh, Venezuela, 31, yep. Australia, 42, uh, many African nations, South Africa, 28, Kenya, 28, India, search interest five. Uh, it's like you didn't, it's, it really does open what, what a lot of these things are doing is that it kind of opens your eyes to how big the world is and how, what, how your interests don't necessarily, uh, line up with the world's interests. Uh, like number, number four is zoom and we could absolutely guess that that was going to be it. Uh, and also this is one of those things where it peaked in March 29th to April 4th, as people are now trying to settle into like some new pandemic world and it's been going up and down since, but it's still the, the curve is like uh, not peak once and then trend down to zero and you know, Ecuador, Peru, Bolivia, Panama, Singapore, uh, all these uh, different Russia, things. Russia, uh, Russia. Yeah, <laughs> that's interesting. Search Russia has a 10 search interest, which is interesting because isn't Google like super hard to get. I mean, they yeah. Have- they have well, but Android, there, but, but are, they use Yandex, don't they? Yeah. But there, are, but there are a lot of search engines that use uh, that actually just feed searches into Google, and they just simply filter back the results that come back from Google. So if a person, if an individual within there doesn't have access to Google, they have access to something that the government is censoring. That nonetheless, uh, but God, Russia's uh, but, so big. Uh, by but, the way, yeah, just China look at it is on still. The map. <laughs> you can expect that China is going to be very, very gray, <laughs> very, very grayed out in all of these search results if you if you care to check them. Which is a bummer because I would like to know the search results. So, yep. you know, have, out of curiosity. Own, that, actually, that's an interesting question. I've never, that's never occurred to me before that they have. Of course, they have their own search engines. But I wonder if they publish here are the most popular search results or if they it would be disruptive to find out that, yes, most yes, all of the why all of are these people search protesting on, in Hong Kong? <laughs> why, why is why is my cousin Laszlo in Wuhan? Why can't I like? Why isn't he answering any emails? Uh, the, stuff stuff Ooh. like that. Uh, Laszlo is actually the 18th most popular name for babies born in China in 20 in 20. I think it was oh three. So that's why. Uh, the, the you know what? Laz is a cool nickname. You could do Laz, or you could do Low. Yes. Or you could do LL. <laughs> if, he wants to go, if he wants to go in the Schneid. Uh, but number five and number six talk about are exactly to that point. Uh, I did not know what is what is the IPL and why is that the number one uh, search search tool? Indian and then Premier you, League. Yeah, exactly. Right? And and India is like hard, hard, 
deep indigo blue. Uh, pink. Huh. That's uh, interesting because uh, the say you know, and where were the search terms about uh, the farmer uprising in Punjab? Yeah, biggest <laughs> biggest labor riots. Or excuse me, labor I'm bringing it back and- to the thing I said earlier about like Black Lives Matter. Just how I wish to, I wish I would have seen more like social. Anyway, yeah, it's yeah, Google it's, search results don't exactly match. Like you go on Instagram and it's a slightly different like story now. This was the year of the Instagram slideshow. Yeah. But like that stuff cannot really be algorithmed. I mean, it can and it can't. Uh, it's very hard, I think, to get that sort of itemized. Like how, yeah. you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, I think you'd have to go to the news list for that. Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter is number 10. But yeah, it is. Oh, it's okay. Wow. I'm missing some stuff in here. Sorry. Black <laughs> Lives Matter is almost number only number 10. Bah. Yeah, beaten out by Tesla stock. Yeah. Beating out. Be- beaten out by coronavirus, election results, Iran, Beirut, Hanta virus, stimulus checks, unemployment, Tesla stock number eight. That is okay. When you when you have a madman <laughs> who's who has access to both uh marijuana and Twitter. Uh, as this in the CEO position, if you were investing in Tesla, you might be concerned about, you know, where where you're going to live based on your retirement funds. Uh, but after uh, IPL, India versus New Zealand, which is uh, again a cricket uh, mm-hmm. a cricket series of uh, 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 India in New Zealand, uh, the it was a I, I I was most of my research for the show doc today was learning about cricket. <laughs> It's the biggest game in the world. Oh, yeah. You no, thought it was ab- it's not soccer. It's, it's absolute, cricket. Absolutely. It wasn't it wasn't the Super Bowl. It wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, any other th- it wasn't even the World Cup. It was cricket. The in terms of a, a sports related uh ser- sports related search involving the entire world when you think and you think about how much this this list would be disrupted if China did have access uh to uh, to Google that and also it really does speak to all of the stuff that Google and Facebook and all these other large corporate tech companies are going through, when you think about exactly how much they control and observe the daily experience. Uh, and when you realize that the mm-hmm. fact that primarily one country wanted info on this sport, on this sports event, and it shows and it has that kind, it moves the needle that much in, in statistics. That's a pretty good indication of, if they were to abuse that power or however they are abusing that power, that's a really, really, really huge freaking problem. Um, then you get to so they so two slots back to back five and six about cricket uh, in India uh, beat out coronavirus update at number seven and coronavirus symptoms at number eight. Again, people looking up symptoms of whether they should worry that they maybe have, ca- have caught the coronavirus. Uh, I did. Two buttons behind ago. India versus New Zealand. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Joe Biden was number nine. And surprise, surprise, Google Classroom was number 10. I imagine it's because this is a lot of uh, tech support that was on, I think, both the Zoom and the Google Classroom. Um, yep. Yep. Uh, it peaked at uh, double peaks when the people went to when schools decided that, OK, we're going to reopen, but we're going to reopen digitally and then up and down, up and down. But another peak, September 13th to 19th, as schools were reopening. So you're, I'm sure you're right. I'm sure it really is all about uh, why, why, why can't Johnny read the, the, the invite, ch- the invite to chat? 
I do want to highlight that there were uh, a lot of at-home concerts this year that made the search <laughs> queries, including, and I really, I sort of kicked myself in the butt for this one. I missed the BTS online concert. That was number five. <laughs> Travis Scott Fortnite was number four. That was a pretty big event because that was a live concert happening inside a video game that your avatar was a right. part of. Um, and just as a side note, we just, we got an Oculus uh, Quest two for christmas as sort of like our family console and we i got got to try out that facebook thing where you're like hanging out with other people in real time um i'm very curious to see how that's going to evolve into 2021 so just a space to look at just you know thinking about our our at home online lives um andrea bocelli did a concert which i imagine was pretty great elton john metallica that's right they did the drive-in concert um and Garth Brooks was number three. I didn't know that Garth Brooks still had it. Well, again, in terms of uh, fans who know how to stream a concert, I'm guessing. I mean, he was big in the early 2000s. He was at the height of country music in the early 2000s anyway. Yep, it's yep. just, uh, it's very interesting. There's also search results for lyrics. Uh, loss. That's really sad. That's really sad, but I'm glad it's there. Just sort of uh, people that, yeah, famous people who uh, mm-hmm. passed away, um, mm-hmm. including people who are famous, also that were that are alive. I should say. Well, exactly. It's losses. Uh, Kobe Bryant, number one. Naya Rivera, Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, in, an Indian actor. I re- I recognize his name, but I don't know what he. Did. Oh, that's right. He. Um, yeah. Uh, it was it. It was the man who wasn't a lot of. Uh, western stuff too yeah Yeah. but yeah it shows it's 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 kind of an interesting look into again the uh the the force of international culture on top of everything else like when we're looking at uh, when we're looking at the uh, concerts list you're a lot of western acts are i'm sorry meaning uh, what would what we used to call the like the western part of the mm-hmm. uh of, of the globe and we're not seeing uh, like a lot of uh we're, we're not seeing the effect of of like regional uh excuse me uh, uh, people who are not like have the backing of like american mass culture and mass media promotion um uh, people yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and uh, there are a lot of in a lot of pe- there are not a whole lot of people in the people list that I don't necessarily recognize. Uh, there are uh, TV shows. I don't think there's anything that I don't recognize here, which surprises me because as if if anything has t- if I've learned anything from clicking more than like 18 pages deep into a Netflix category listing, like there is a lot <laughs> Indian television. Korean television, it's uh, all these things. They, they, they're, it's very, very popular, and it really, definitely is there. They show them, by the way, on Romanian cable. Like they have channels specifically for Indian entertainment, and like it's more global than what we get on our cable, which yeah. kind of bugs me a little bit. But that's again neither here nor there. I have to say, uh, this list is making me want to find Big Brother Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> because it was such a big show this year. It was number two after Tiger King. Yes. <laughs> so I need to find out what's going on in Brazil in the Big Brother house. <laughs> there must have been there. There must, there must have been, been something. Yeah. 
I I don't know. Um, <laughs> now now let's let's go on to uh, uh, top trending trending YouTube videos of 2020. Uh, another <sighs> list that has been thoughtfully yes. provided to us by uh, uh, the YouTube blog. Uh, now I I'm glad, however, that CNN uh, also gave gave us an, a, a copy of this list that was sort of amended for the olds such as me and i'm not again i'm not i'm not getting any junk mail that is uh, commonly associated with older people however i do when it comes to like youtube videos uh, like people who are popular on youtube i definitely have to identify myself like as one of the olds i saw i saw the number one video obviously uh dave Chappelle's uh eight minutes and 48 seconds uh this was uh not necessarily a stand-up special it was Oh boy, it was like a, like a powerful editorial uh, that most uh, most uh, most people that he did before like an audience of socially distanced like a hundred socially distanced people uh, outdoors. Uh, but uh, eight hour, eight minutes and forty eight seconds, you'll recognize is the amount of time that Officer Derek Chauvin had uh, spent with his knee on George Floyd's neck mm. uh, before he died, and it was a boy was that a powerful it was it was I I. I it was so powerful that I know what room I was in when I watched it. I know like how much sunlight was in the room. Mm. I, I think I wound up like rewatching it twice afterward because every single syllable of this was so correct. So exactly such an exact pulse of the moment commentary, such a uh, screw you to anybody who wanted to ignore either ignore the black lives matter movement or parry it into something that is either politically useful to them as politicians or socially useful to them as people who don't want to challenge what they, what they what is their, their understanding of the country, uh, which was their father's understanding of the country and their great, their great, their grandfather's understanding of the country, just super, super powerful. And it's uh, then the, you have a disconnect because the number two uh, was Mark Rober's video, <laughs> building the perfect squirrel proof bird feeder. Listen, <laughs> this is important. Squirrel knocked the bird feeder down again in our backyard the other day. Like we we woke up and the whole thing was on the ground. We saw him the next day. This little pudgy guy is coming out and he figured out how to get up there and get all the Blue Jay feeds. So, you know what? Thank you, Mark Rober, for putting that video on YouTube. I give you know I, I I give squirrels a free pass because they are see what now what he he's done something now what Mark Rober he's a he's an former NASA engineer he's also done some really famous like annual holiday videos where he he builds he designs and builds uh porch pirate bait packages right that that he leaves oh this is this guy okay yeah, and, I he, know who I have, he is. and he and he and he leaves and he leaves them like he has friends leave them on front porches. Uh, uh for, like their front porches and s- someone of course like steals them and because it looks on the outside it looks like a box of like super premium noise canceling headphones or whatever uh but when <laughs> but inside it's got four cell phones that are have live connections and are running and as soon as the box is pulled up it turns them on so that they can take live take and stream live video of the inside of the house uh <gasps> it it's it's uh, it blows and blasts glitter all over the place uh, starts spraying skunk scent like everywhere 
and then starts making noises. And so uh, the, the and so the 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 world of the internet uh, gets to 22 million views on the last one, the Glitter Bomb 3.0 versus Porch Pirates. You get to see, <laughs> and the, uh, they're they're funny because and so these people who are just such dirtbag thieves. Uh, and just oh well, they, oh there's some someone has sort someone has had something delivered. Think I'll have it, and they are just taking it. And you, uh, you often hear the conversation inside the house, uh, like in front of kids, is saying, "Oh wow, can I look, it has the the, the box says it has the noise canceling uh, over the ear headphones and earbuds. Can I can I have the earbuds pop? Like, well, son, let's see, we'll see." As if what you you stole something and your kids get to see that you stole this thing off someone's porch and then you see like them like covered in glitter and some of them have our good sports about it as though oh well you've got to expect this sort of thing that's like <laughs> no 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 you should be saying oh my god it's a bait package i bet the police are out there right now quick flush this this pair of headphones down the toilet while i try to eat like the box like no they're just like oh, <laughs> oh i can't believe i fell for a bait package of all things like <laughs> we're losing this war uh but anyway so this so this video and I'm sorry to say that I'm probably now at this minute about to talk more about this than about the George Floyd video. Uh, but uh, this, so this uh, f- it wasn't so much a squirrel proof bird feeder, but he did something that's a lot of people have done, which is to build sort of like an obstacle course that a squirrel has to traverse before getting to the right, food. Right. And obviously, and see this, this is why I give squirrels a free pass. Like they're not like pigeons. They're not like rats to me. See, they are industrious. They, they okay. back off. They right. assess the situation. They figure okay. things out, and they're okay. just trying to get by. Now, I, uh, it's no. they're, they're, and, and the thing is, and also, uh, Mark Rober, he put out those peanuts, those walnuts, with the intention that whoever could get at them is entitled and welcome to them. Uh, I, unlike the porch pirates, are like saying, "No, this wasn't intended for you. This was a delivered package. You deserve to have glitter sprayed all over you." And the squirrels, they're just they're just out there. They're trying to get by in a very very tough environment. I, I I'll give them a free pass. I'm saying. <sighs> Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna move on from this squirrel apologetics that's happening right now. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> I stand of... <laughs> I stand by the squirrels. <laughs> right. Okay. Well. Uh, anyway, so a couple other videos on the list that I think were very notable. Um, there were your typical SNL first debate cold open. There was the Ricky Gervais monologue. Um, but what I want to sort of bring attention to is number four choice, which is. Jeffrey Star's We Broke Up video. <laughs> Jeffrey Star is a garbage person. I have no problem saying that on air uh, because he is racist and awful. Yes. Uh, it is. It bothers me that he's on this list, but it also says a lot about how the YouTube drama is still very much a part of its ecosystem, uh, particularly in the makeup slash beauty guru community. And so to add to that, Nikki Tutorials, the really big, that I wish would have been higher than Jeffree Star, uh, she she came out as trans this year. And it was, I've been following Nikki Tutorials for years. She taught me a lot about how to do makeup the right way. And I was so happy for her to be able to like live her truth in this way. I mean, she has, what, eight, nine million subscribers. So yeah. there's a lot of people who were tuning into that. And a lot of there's obviously some negative, awful responses. But there was a lot of positivity that came from that. Uh, and it's just very interesting to see that YouTube, on one hand, is the repository where you can go watch the stuff you missed on TV. 
But it's also a place where, you know, a celebrity can just have another platform like John Krasinski tried to say, let me <laughs> let me do some fun centrist stuff here. Sorry, that was a little political. But yep. anyway, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's it, and then on the other hand, you have the the inf- so-called influencers, the creators, the people who I mean, a Minecraft speedrunner was also in the top ten because this is still a part of the YouTube ecosystem. So I'm very curious to see if we're going to have any movement in the next year to sort of get a little more uh, creative con- like content, like the perfect squirrel-proof bird feeder. <laughs> Instead of an SNL clip, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's 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 super interesting to me because uh, I did what I had never heard of uh, the Nikki Tutorials ch- channel before uh, before I looked at this list and realized that this her I'm coming out video has had thirty six million thirty six and a half million views as of uh, as of today uh, was uh, was released like in January, but nonetheless the I it's I had the 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 initial reaction that I always do to saying that's amazing to me that someone can have uh, an audience of tens of millions of views for something and I've never heard of that content I've never heard right? of the person but I no, feel the same way about yeah. other yeah parts but Sorry, nonetheless you're you're absolutely you're absolutely right it was such a beautiful thing uh, because it's such an intensely private and personal thing that when somebody, particularly someone who has an audience, decides that, okay, everybody has thought of me and uh, has a picture of me as being this, when in fact it, it was part of it is that, no, I'm actually that. I've chosen for reasons that I don't even need to explain to anybody, their personal reasons, not to disclose that to, uh, until now, but I'm disclosing that. The bravery of someone who has that huge of an audience 13.7 million subscribers oh that's how many she has now wow yeah. and what, what what i'm talking about is that this this is something the uh when i started getting like a big audience on twitter and i don't have a huge audience i have like 10,000 uh, followers on instagram i have close to like 90,000 on twitter but something that i dang came, andy <laughs> interesting flex uh but the the, the what I came to understand is that um, the more, the greater you're there in any population, any sample group of people, there is a very low percentage of nuts. And there's a larger percentage, but still a low percentage yeah. of total jerks. There's still a low percentage of people calling in to talk about election fraud. Correct. Right, right. But, but but what I'm getting at is that so when you have when I had like 5000 followers, if you do the math of, OK, well, what is like 3 percent of 5000? Well, that's actually not a whole lot of like real jerks and idiots as part of my audience. Once you get up to 90,000, those numbers really, really stack up. And so if you say something that some people are – that's going to really, really stick – really, really going to uh, tweak the nose of someone who is nuts or an idiot, you're going to get that kind of response. Yeah. But this – Nikki has 13.7 million people. You multiply – even if it's a conservative 1%, 2 or 3%, multiply that out. That is – tens of thousands of potential nuts who are going to react to something intensely personal uh, and that that you posted not for your own self-aggrandizement because the help whatever someone that's successful as she is doesn't need help the idea of saying you know what if you even if you are 
uh, not considering coming out yourself, even if you decide to keep that private, the fact that uh, there's so many people who are trans and they know that as soon as as soon as they come out, their life is going to change in a really, yeah. really huge way. Mm-hmm. And the price is and the risk to their safety uh, is something that they need to consider. But even so, even if uh, you're trans and you're making that choice to uh, maintain your privacy on that point, the fact that someone that high profile is coming out, uh, it on makes YouTube. it. Exactly. So uh, on YouTube, uh, with such a huge audience, it not only gives uh, trans people a certain. I'm sorry. I have to. I'm not. I'm being presumptuous. I can imagine that it gives trans people an extra bit of faith, maybe a, a little bit of uh, assurance. But also for. I, I'm sorry. I just realized that. Of course, when I when I was saying that, that I can't speak for trans people. I can. I can speak for a non-trans person. And I can tell you with great authority, as someone who grew up as a kid, like with 80s television, that the more a child or even an adult is exposed to the normalcy of something that is completely normal, the easier it is to have that to flip that switch in your brain. Now, I'm not I'm not saying by any means that I thought that trans people were weird or diseased or dangerous, despite the fact that most movies, if they cast somebody as a trans person, it was because they were something weird and freaky and, and murderous. Or a like punchline. Yeah, or the silence of the lambs. But this remember that back then, I think even inside the community, there was not the, transgender was not a word. It was transvestite, trans tranny, whatever. Uh, it was the idea of, uh, I'll be absolutely honest here. I would be, I would be dishonest with everybody here. If I'm having this conversation, I don't mention this. Uh, when I was younger, the, I think the worst thing I can, I can really remember thinking is being absolutely baffled by the idea that, uh, a transgender, a transgender man, uh, who was romantically attracted to women. Because in like the late eighties, early nineties, I think, well, why if you're if you're gonna be if you're if you're gonna be in love with women anyway, like why go through all that bother? And that shows you how uh, difficult it is to understand the concept of transgender. Whereas right now, it just seems like the most natural thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Part of it is due to uh, the generosity of people like Nikki who are saying, this is me. This is my story. I'm, I'm not, this is not going to be something that you've uh, a non-transgender person has written about clinically or as a piece of fiction. I'm going, I'm presenting to you as this is somebody who is trans uh, transgender. Um, I've had people in my life that the first, uh, the first times like, you know, it's like when, uh, uh, you're going to you go to these trade shows and these conferences every year and they're people they're friends right. that you see, friends that you don't really keep in touch with but you have a great time with and you're glad to see them at the conference and the first time uh, a conference friend of mine uh, was presenting a different gender that was surprising uh, but that was also part of the process of oh I know a transgender person I know that they're wonderful people love hanging out with them I still love hanging out with her uh, and this is the sort of stuff that makes things better when uh, transgender people get to tell their own stories uh, when they are in a, either in a situation where they can put themselves out there into the public and they decide that this is something that they wish to do. Again, such a generous thing to do because it's part of what makes things better. Uh, and again, knowing particularly on YouTube how much crap uh, Nikki is going to get 
over all of this. This is such a beautiful and positive use of this medium. Yeah. Far, far beyond. I'm going to shoot a video of people are sending mean things about me. So I'm going to shoot a video of me in my California King pink bed with my $80,000 dogs on my lap and talk about how hurt I am. Ah, I'm devastated. And okay, maybe he's being completely honest when he says that, but there is part, it's like, uh, please don't, please don't be hurt. Uh, Mr. Star, if 20% of me is reserving the, the right to think that perhaps this is self-serving stuff, either, you know, that you need to take control of your brand back again, or because you just want to complain about your life in a way that will get you support from your fans. Uh, that is not necessarily a generous use of the medium. This is not a brave use of the medium. Anyway, I'm sorry. I've, I've spoken way too long, the, longer than I intended about this. But that's like how pleased uh, and, again, grateful I am for uh, people like Nikki using this medium in such a risky and important way. That's – I'm so – I'm not – I'm neither – I have no opinion on whether or not the, uh, the, the squirrel-proof feeder or the <laughs> – we set off. We, we set off six hundred thousand dollars worth of fireworks on the beach. I'm not going to say whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. They're entertaining. I'm neutral about it. Right. But nonetheless, amidst all that, there are people who are using this medium in spectacular ways that would have been impossible uh, when I was that age. And uh, just mm. bravo, just that's absolutely great. bravo. That's a great. I think Andy. That's a great way to sort of end that little bit um you can see the rest of the list at the link we will include in the show notes it just includes like top music videos some of the creators um we are going to take a quick little break Indeed. and then when we're back we'll talk briefly about what is up ahead for google <laughs> well uh so we talked after looking into the past of google now we get to see the ghost of christmas yet to come and oh boy, it it is the dude in the big like filthy crepe shroud with the bony hand sticking out. Twenty twenty one is going to be. We could actually, as a user and as as an observer, I can only hope this is going to be a year of struggle and change for Google. Um, like you start off with on the legal front, so now they've got multiple, not rumored, not investigations. Uh, but actual live antitrust lawsuits in the state, the United States, and the international level, uh, the the federal part of that suit, the United States uh, federal suit, is not going to be heard till 2023. But it's definitely going to be on Mr. Pachai's mind, I think. And we'll be getting updates about that, won't we? Like, I imagine they will we'll be hearing reports about, like, what will be eventually brought full for. I don't know. Yeah. I Maybe. Just thinking about the PR of it all and... Yeah, and not, and not only that, but they're going to be spending from now until like until Sundar drives into the parking lot for the first day of court testimony saying, is there some way we can negotiate our way out of this that we can redu- remove some of the variables here and and have some control over what happens uh. to this country? Because it's it doesn't seem silly to think that any th- result is on the table, including breaking up the company. Sorry, Sundar, this is what you've inherited as CEO. La, la, la. Yeah. This, is, this is a hard job. That's a hard job. Um, he also is going to have to deal with the multiple high-profile stories that we've documented here on Material about the toxic workplace culture. I have to say, this is going to be 
this might be, we might see a few like major headlines coming 2021, but a lot of the stuff is kind of in back channels is where it's really happening. Like just last night, I was kind of perusing through some threads about um, Tim Nate uh, Gebru's firing and yeah. just some of the awful things that people were saying about her on Blind, which is a very popular app in the Silicon Valley world where basically you anonymous, anonymously post about where you work, uh, supposedly. So I'm going to be watching that <laughs> because that's sort of – you know, I'm very, yeah, I'm going to be watching you. <laughs> yeah. It's the, the, the dam is really bursting at this point where, uh, how, how long well, now people feel emboldened too to say exactly that's what, I'm saying. what is bad, <laughs> what you shouldn't be saying out loud, quite frankly. It's, it's, it's the, it's the time tested, uh, timeline of when bad people, <laughs> Suddenly, a scandals that they were hitherto able to keep private now are too big to contain anymore because it doesn't, yeah. you, you never know who's going to be the first person to finally be taken seriously and whose accusations and story to be amplified. But what, what really, for, for me, every time I'm an observer of any kind of a scandal that's going on, whether it's a celebrity scandal, corporate scandal, whatever. The thing I'm, I, you hear the first story that really breaks through. You hear the rumors, then you hear the first story of somebody who is on record who is going public, and this is getting some traction. But the th the third thing that sh that makes you think that I don't have to wait for, and uh, uh, I don't have to wait for trials. I don't have to wait for convictions. The fact that now there are thirty, forty, fifty people coming forward from a multi-year history saying, no, I had exactly from this experience. From multiple departments, yeah. by the way, not just the same department. Right, exactly. So, and that, and that's, that's the stories that we're, that we've been getting increasingly from Google that it's not an, it's not just this one high profile AI researcher getting fired, which is horrible enough. It's like, there are people who, again, for whatever reasons that they don't have to explain to anybody, they decide either they didn't have the energy for it or didn't have the interest or didn't want the, 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 the stick their head uh stick their head out that far uh now they're telling their own stories that yeah i had exactly this experience when i worked for google and this is exactly what was happening to me uh at the time and here are the details of my story it's like no you don't you this is not the 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 bad apple concept is was working for a little while there good for you uh but no no, you have to acknowledge that there is a cancer inside of Google. You have to address this and you have to treat it like a, an actual problem and not as a PR problem. And that's how Google has been dealing with it so far. Well, let's hope 2021 will have a, will be a little bit better, at least to kind of help Google get back on track for hardware. Yeah. I feel like 2020, granted 2020 was a year or whatever, but let's look at what the other Android makers did. Like Samsung... From in retrospect, I don't know how they did sale wise, but at least they were they were knocking them out. They were knocking out the foldable phones. They were going forward with the next generation stuff. They were they got pretty good accolades, especially for that um, Galaxy. I'm sorry, I just laughed because Andy yawned. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> it do. just made me laugh for some reason. <laughs> I, I have a very funny funny yawn. No, it's... I think it's just I. I'm sorry. I don't know why it made me laugh. That was just my instinctual reaction. Uh, <laughs> anyway, you know, you know why? Because Andy does this cute little thing with his eyes when he winces, and that's why, Andy. I'm sorry. 
So long, okay. so long as I'm cute, I will, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> this is why this is why we do it over camera, folks. Because sometimes you just need these little. It helps helps bring a little levity to some very heavy stuff. But uh, anyway, smart displays, I think, is kind of been the winner for Google, at least in terms of where they seem to put a lot of like advertising dollar where they put a lot of like sales but i am very curious to see kind of the continued unification of the nest brand to see how that's going to expand the ecosystem and what that might do um i want to see some better phones i know that we had three phones this year three pixel devices but they just seemed kind of very tepid in their launches it was just very like Here's some new phones you can buy. Yeah. And that's it. And, and don't tell me it's because we we're in a pandemic because Samsung got me pretty excited. OnePlus even like did their thing this year. We've got a bunch of other brands, like even LG kind of tried to show up with their dual screen wannabe situation. So, And, and we're not even talking about like uh, sales could be affected by a pandemic, but we're not. Ta- uh, but for me, it's the hardware design and that they, they didn't start designing the Pixel 5 uh, in mid-February. Right. Uh, and it was, uh, I know that bef- even bef- well before this, I think we were talking about <laughs> the Pixel 5 maybe being a rebuilding year for their uh, Pixel phone uh, concepts, but it was a very, very boring design. The Pixel 4a was certainly, I would actually put uh, put out the 4a as one of the best phones of the year, but only because of everything deal. they managed to pack into mm-hmm. $350. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I have, I can't, t- uh, I've been using it since, what October uh, since the first day that they shipped and it is still my daily driver phone now granted I have not <laughs> granted I have not been putting it through the leaving the house at 8 30 in the morning taking a commuter rail using this as a hot spot <laughs> using it all day uh <laughs> until uh, I come home again and catch the 8 p.m commuter rail train so that test has yet to happen but in terms of basic functionality as a carried around and use it everyday phone I haven't missed out on anything and i've had loaner phones that cost like a thousand bucks 1200 bucks and yeah i would certainly love to have uh, an iphone 12 uh, the lens system is really really nice i'd the, i'd love to have that really cool like metal body as a piece of jewelry in your pocket but i've i would not want to spend if you ask then ask me is this worth 700 dollars more to you and i say no i'd much rather have 700 dollars to spend on on a new tablet if i'm if i'm limited to spending it on uh, on more technology stuff uh, so but, but other than that it's just weird that they still have effectively no flagship phone uh where os is still an absolute disaster. I was I was cleaning my office, and so strike number one is uh, I came across the ninety nine dollar uh, Gen previous Gen uh, Fossil watch uh, that I bought earlier earlier in the year when it was like it was on discount for like a hundred bucks for like one day on Amazon, and for that for that price for all the way down from two hundred seventy five. I thought okay for that price, even if I just use it as a fitness watch, it's worth it as a ninety nine dollar fitness watch. And plus, I haven't had a new Wear OS watch since the Moto Series Two, I think, a long time ago. Uh, and so, number one of the story is to show you how non thrilled I've been with that purchase. I've that's when I first remembered that I owned one. When I was like emptying out like a little cigar box and I saw, oh, that's a, oh, oh, that's right. I did buy one of these earlier this year. Uh, The fact that I didn't miss it at all. 
And then strike three was, so I plugged it in. So I should should probably start wearing this. Plugged it in, uh, reset it all over again. And I lasted maybe a day and a half before. It it wasn't just a case of um, I don't, all I want is a watch that tells me the time and maybe tracks my heart rate. I don't need all these features. It wasn't that. It was that every time I tried to use it for anything, it was such a pain in the butt where it wasn't yeah. really working the way I wanted it to. I would tap a button and it had registered the tap, but didn't indicate it was so slow. It yeah. hadn't indicated that it registered the tap, all kinds of things where just on and on and on and gone. And I'm like, Oh, this is such so a piece over of this. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, really keen to see what happens when the first like post Fitbit acquisition yep. piece of Google hardware comes out because I, I even uh, when I'm trying out uh, Apple watches, I'm more than ever convinced that I don't read. I don't need a wearable computer. What I really want is just a wristwatch that does fitness tracking and can give me like insights into health. Like, it's, oh, we noticed that your blood pressure has dropped down to 90 over 60. You might want to lie down before you fall down, which is definitely going to be happening in 8.2 seconds. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we've called an ambulance for you. I think that that would be worth paying the Apple tax for. But that's what I'm and saying. And then I don't I... have to watch any more of those really, really kind of predatory life alert ads. <laughs> yes. They're like they're pretty intense. They're it, it's an emotional it's emotional labor just to watch one, right? Which I understand is the point of the advertising, but yeah. <laughs> Fear, fear-based marketing is a real thing when you're I know. if when you become elderly. I know. I covered. T- <laughs> I know. Anyway, um, you, ever, you ever watch those evangelical shows where yes, the they're like the the pie chart of the time they spend is like eight percent so God, but eighty two percent, and that's when the biblical apocalypse is coming. You want to have these food buckets that we're selling. Send us no five dollars, and God will give you a million. <laughs> Anyway, anyway. Uh, so so yeah, so it's it's <laughs> on and on and on. It's just disappointing that they can't really get move the needle in in hardware on so many different important ways. Uh, that I mean that that pales in comparison to the other problems that we're talking about. But if you can't if you can't even make a really really cool phone, maybe you shouldn't be trying to make phones at all because it's let kind me, of like. And let me end this by saying, the devices that I'm going into 2021 with, the ones that are on my person daily. They're not Google devices. They're made by OnePlus. They're made by Samsung. <laughs> so. Something to take into consideration. Hey, let's take a, another little break and then we can kind of end this on a on a high note. I've got high notes. <laughs> Sorry, we talked about televangelical and so. <laughs> it was the jazz hands when you were singing it that really sold it to me. Well, if I were to run a church worship, it would definitely be jazz hands for Jesus. <laughs> the, the, the praise. The, well, those, those are the praise hands. They're very, very exactly. similar. <laughs> okay. I like, I, I like the fossy hands. That's <laughs> that's when it's actually jazz hands, but you're putting some shoulder into it. And like, but yeah, and the reason why you too. the reason why you threw some shoulder in it was because you realized that you were on your headphones. You didn't realize that someone had entered the room and you want to look at least non-zero cool while you're doing jazz hands. Anyway, uh, quick break and we'll be back. Well, we're going to close out this episode and close out material for 2020 by looking forward to 2021 a little bit. Uh, And I 
I'm very, very surprised by how happy and optimistic I am for 2021 mm-hmm. not just because mm-hmm. of election Same. results we won't go there but i'm <laughs> i would i would be bummed if the u.s election had again it's we're not we're there's no solution by any means however that it's a good reason for optimism but even beyond that the idea that i, I can't i can't even really explain it but for some reason for the past two or three days particularly I've been very aware of how sunny it is, even when it's been like 19, it was 19 degrees uh, last night. Very, very aware of how cute the little dogs are that get walked in, in my neighborhood. Uh, so uh, how lucky I am that I can take a short 20-minute walk and get a chicken salad sandwich. Uh, <laughs> and, and also all the cool things that are uh, that are happening in tech next year that i have to look forward to and we're not gonna this is not gonna be one of those shows where we list them and make predictions because we'll we'll talk about them as we experience them but i mean i feel uh, i feel as though just looking in front of my my podcasting console here that i've acquired a certain level of technology and services that are empowering my creativity empowering my enjoyment of life empowering my connection to other people that was uh, it 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 took a pandemic. So even though we even though I, most of my friends are nerds and they know how to use like chat software, just or uh, just the idea of reaching out and saying, "Hey, you want to?" Ch- uh, we, we, instead of saying, "Hey, I think I might be making a trip to San Francisco next year," <laughs> if if I if I were going if I'm going to be in San Francisco in eighteen months, do you think you want to get together for dinner or something? It's like, oh, actually, I can say, "Hey, haven't ta- we haven't chatted in a month and a half? Want to do a Zoom?" Uh, all this sort of stuff is just putting me in a very, very happy place and sort of have a, the strength that I think we're all going to need to make sure that we get through 2021. We need every day is a victory. Every day is a, uh, is a challenge of some sort that we have to meet, uh, and do our best and then face the next day. But I'm actually feeling very, very good about 2021. I'm very, very happy about, I don't know, in general, I, I see the sun over the next hill. I don't know about <laughs> Can I offer a slight amendment to the word strength? <laughs> um, and this is, I absolutely love your sentiment and I'm absolutely on board with you. I just want to change the word strength. Firstly, because this morning I sort of read something that I realized like the word strength is very, very ableist, right? True. And Good that's point. something to, we should take into consideration just as part of our vernacular. But a quote that resonated, I actually, and this is in my Instagram stories. So you probably, it'll be gone by the time this is posted. But it was a quote about how maybe instead of thinking of strength and resilience, again, very ableist words, let's think of grace, like going yeah. to 2021 with a lot of grace. Because if anything taught us this year, it's that it's really hard. And we're not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's not been an incredibly difficult year for me. I had a kid. I had postpartum depression. Uh, I dealt with a pandemic and I still am in the throes of it. Um, And it's just been one frustrating step after another. But when you start to invite grace into your life, you wake up and you're like, today is, you know, might be another frustrating day. But at the very least, I have sort of the love of, of the people around me to carry me through. I haven't seen a lot of the people I love this year in person. I... I'm incredibly grateful to the powers that be that we had a housewarming baby shower in January before the pandemic hit because we had like, don't roll your eyes at me, but we had 50 of our closest friends. (laughs) 
I mean, we had our friends from all over the Bay Area come. And that was a huge, even my my in-laws came from like Vegas. It was like a beautiful, big party. And I'm so grateful for that because it kept me, it kept me fueled to get through this year to sort of just like think about what lies ahead. I don't know when we're going to get to that light at the tunnel, but I know at least while I'm in the tunnel that these are the things that are sort of keeping me. <laughs> um, so let's just try and have grace for that. It's going to be a really hard, it's going to still be a really difficult journey. But thankfully, we have distractions. Um, Andy talked about the tech around his podcast station. I have Tamagotchi. You know, these are my new little babies. They're really, you know, the, it's, the, the, this shows me, this shows everybody how responsible you are that you I have had so the many baby. children. You, 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 no, you, you had the baby. And once you proved that you could handle responsibility, only then did you decide to adopt Tamagotchi. It's rescue. true. I, I hope they're rescues. I hope you didn't like buy them from a Tamagotchi farm. No. Well, they're technically rescued from people who didn't want them. There you go. Right? Okay, so they're good. But I do I do have Tamagotchi from like the years that I've had before. Like I've been into this, okay, since <laughs> fifth grade, all right, when they started to hit the hit the world. So uh, I'm an OG. <laughs> but these are my little distractions. This is how I, I've distracted myself with a lot of toys this year. And also we can not necessarily distract, but we can take this time to look at to look at the things we love, like Google and the devices that we use, and think about how they could be better for us. Anyway, listen, Andy and I will be here next year with you. We'll keep covering all this stuff. Who knows what next year is going to look like? There's a virtual CES happening. Who knows how many more virtual events we're going to have? There's room, you know, it's there's stuff to look forward to. So let's let's try and have some grace and and do our best to keep going. As it's it's that that was such an excellent point that uh, when I when I find myself getting somewhere uh, 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 grumpy or or self downer or whatever, what usually recenters myself is a recognizing that in my again can't speak for anybody else and in my case sometimes my brain is that stupid uncle on Facebook who keeps putting articles in your feed about how, yeah, you see, it's the Brazilians who were stealing the, the election boxes and you, you receive that message. And in my brain, I think, okay, that, it, that, that does not really concur with a, a more normative assessment of the situation uh, that even when it's like, okay, that there, there's going to be some sort of a, a, a congressional, uh, delay to some, a senate a congressperson is going to like uh, demand a vote for accepting election results on January sixth. That's like okay, but he's not. It's it's going to fail. He's not supported by the Republicans. And if you think this is a reason to get worried, it is not a reason to get worried. Again, it's the crazy uncle message from your uh, from your brain. Um, but uh, but the th- what I'm getting at is that what really centers myself is putting things into perspective for me. And realizing that the reality, there is a lot to be grateful for me to be grateful for. There is, and sometimes all I'm grateful for is I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know that I've. Uh, and this year, breathing is very <laughs> well, important. I'm sorry. You have, I'm really you have, sorry. You have to pick but... the time and the place to breathe, though. That's that's always very very important. And then and then you build up from there, and just. Again, I'm I'm very very pleased that even right now it's uh, <laughs> it's we we finally passed that median where the day daylight is getting longer hours of more hours of daylight instead of shorter right. hours of daylight. 
uh, and it's three and three fifteen in the afternoon. So the sun is is going down, but it's a beautiful sky out there. The trees are bare, but they they're they're reaching skyward. And as usual, again, there is an adorable Boston Terrier that's sort of tugging at someone's leash. Uh, and I have problems. hawks. I've been watching them hunt all yeah. podcast. That's I, I love that stuff. Yeah. So I, I, that's why I'm saying that I have a lot to be grateful for and a lot to uh, that I'm looking forward to for next year. Part of it is, and and definitely one of those is continuing to do uh, to do these this podcast and continuing to get to talk to uh, my very very good friend and colleague uh, Florence Ion each and every week. Uh, it's that's true. A, now we're such good friends, treats. guys. I'm sending him stuff at like two in the morning after I've worked like a 12 <laughs> hours. Like, Andy, I found this. This person sent me this YouTube video. We have to watch it. It's the new drama. Get in. <laughs> yeah. And I had to, <laughs> I, I, I realized that I, th- I thought I, I thought we were already really, really good friends. But I realized that I'd crossed some sort of a median when I was like, OK, I'm not saying that I'm definitely adopting a cat, but I just put a bookmark, mind you, in the bookmarks bar that appears in every single Chrome window linking to pictures of cats that are available Pet for adopt- adoption mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a mile from my place. So I'm not Everyone I'm not manifest saying- a Russian blue <laughs> for Andy. I think you and a Russian blue would... It could have quite some fun adventures. <laughs> well, see, I, I, see, I'm looking. I'm looking at the. Actually, I'm looking at this list right now. Uh, so, Sunny is an adult, an adult domestic short hair. Uh, again, the, the there's a shelter one mile away, but I've got like a long radius here. Adult female, uh, medium size, uh, house trained. Vaccinations are up to date, spayed and neutered. Prefers a home without children. Very, very good. But see, the, the thing is, like, she's a, she uh, she has a a black coat. And part of me is is thinking that whatever whatever it is that is like makes a cat unadoptable, like give me it. It's like I w- I want to be the one that you are gonna you're, you are gonna move this black cat, even if for some reason people don't like him because they don't show up well on the Instagram. I'll take her. I'll take him. Uh, medical issues might be an issue because this would be my first full time cat. I'm not sure I would be the best home to make sure that I'm. Giving right. proper regular medical care to a cat that's going to have a long-standing issue, but yeah, that's I would be very, <laughs> I would be very very open to like any one of these posts that says for some reason that I don't know she was, she was dropped off it was dropped off like four months ago and she's definitely been our longest term resident. And I'm like if that hits me at the time where I'm like into I'm I feel as ready to to go for is like give me it give 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 it's it's time. I want to I, let's 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 give her or him a forever home, uh, but yeah, but that's that's what I'm talking about. It's like I don't I wouldn't necessarily it's not so it's uh, it's not necessarily the sort of thing that I would just like tell just like any friend. It's like okay, I'm not saying I'm definitely getting a cat, but I'm you know if there's like twelve steps towards getting a cat, I just went from like step number six to step number seven, and I wanted you to be the first to know about it. Thanks, Andy. I feel special. Well, that was you know what I. We gave you kind of a longer episode today, but we wanted we wanted to go into 2021 with some hope and grace. So <laughs> exactly. Everybody. And so we're, we're also grateful for all of you. Thank you mm-hmm. very, very much. The fact that you continue listening means that whatever vibe we are putting down, you are into. Uh, we're not going to question it. We're just very, very grateful that you're out there listening to us because we do enjoy doing this every single week uh, for all of you. And maybe you might consider becoming a member of the Relay FM network <laughs> See, at yeah, FM slash material. <laughs> uh, you can subscribe to your favorite shows and you get member perks that span across <laughs> the network and you're supporting a bunch of us cool at home podcasting people. So 
Yes, if I, if, I, uh, if if you 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 are going to be endorsing and 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 underwriting part of our lifestyle, and that Precisely. that also we are grateful for. You'll help Andy pay for the adoption papers. <clears throat> yeah. See, that's, okay. that's, that's that's the other thing. I have, I, I keep manifesting. I'm doing. I'm see. The, that, that's the other thing. I'll, I'll I'll end this. I know, but uh, just, what? How how better to end like a year of podcast than uh, talking about kitties? But part part. Uh, this is the year that uh, like I set up like my budgeting and my books like for for the next year. Essentially, if there's like like last year when I realized that oh I'm probably gonna have to like replace my laptop. Ooh, I'm definitely gonna have to replace my desktop. I might need to. Re-. That's when I say okay. So let's make sure that there's a couple thousand dollars available in the budget by the end of, by let's say August. So that if I, what, if something I see, I like, I like, and so it's probable that when I sit down to mark out 2021, it's going to be, okay, we're going to have to have, if, if not saying we are going to, I'm saying that we want, to, I want to put myself in a position where if in the summer I want to adopt a cat, not only have I prepared room in the budget for the monthly care of the cat, I've also I also have like a few thousand dollars in like a medical fund set aside so that if the cat were to were to in his or her life of adventure uh, do something that's medically contraindicated and require some sort of attention requiring a kitty splint and a kitty uh, uh, kitty collar, uh, it would be okay. That's gosh, where am I going to where am I going to get that money from? So, well, because you have the kitty emergency fund. So that's that's where I am. But uh, thank you, everybody, thank so you, much yeah, for, for, for listening. Uh, we hope that whatever it is you've been enjoying about our podcast, we will continue to give you more of it uh, each and every week uh, next year. Uh, also, peace to you, grace to you, happiness and safety to you and to all of your loved ones. And we hope that you get to enter 2021 feeling uh in a good place perfect goodbye everybody